Well, it's pretty cool to be here today, and I'm humbled and honored to be with you this morning on the last Sunday of April, and in the wake of and in the face of a lot of news and a key announcement uh, made last week and some recent frustrations and some neat possibilities ahead. And as Kent just mentioned, uh, you know, we're actually in our 153rd year here, you and me, uh, involved in and invested in the 153rd year of the life and times of this community, which began as the first Reformed Church of Spring Lake back in 1870. And I wanna bring some thoughts to uh, you today, uh, with us today, uh, about why we are, maybe why it was back then and uh, why we continue today, and then to bring some questions in an attempt to perhaps frame some pathways forward or perhaps the nature of the pathway forward. And I ask for your patience and your attention because the content for this morning has changed a number of times since first preparing. And um, you know, news of, of recent weeks and some of the things going on here uh, and with Kent's announcement, uh, a lot of things filling our, our minds and uh, thoughts and plans. And we know just, just speaking briefly, and as highlighted by a lot of the materials over on one of the tables over there, I didn't know that that was all gonna be there, but there's uh, some, snaps some snapshots of things that have happened over the years. And when we look back to 1870 for that, those opening decades, all the way up to 1970, the 100 year, anniversary, 100 year anniversary, we know that there was a name change to Christ Community Church, as many of you know and an entirely different orientation to the community, different sets of ministries and programming, different emphases on how to be involved in the community, dedicated to the community, um, to be involved in the welfare of the community, so to speak. Uh, and many unpopular things, by the way, uh, took place in the 70s and the 80s, and, uh, uh, yeah, and a lot of good things happening. And so uh, Christ Community Church uh, gained a bit more notoriety for a number of different reasons. And that continued on into the 90s and the 2000s and a name change called C3 Exchange, taking into account the exchange of, of, of ideas and concepts um, about all people, for all people, taking everything into account. Later on with West Michigan Spiritual Community and C3, spiritual community, a lot of changes, even with names and uh, with location, of course, and with ongoing innovation throughout the years, uh, which will continue, by the way. Um, it must and will, and it will naturally uh, take place. And I wanna read the, the statement that's on the website, and some of you know this, and I'm always struck with it when I, when I read it. It goes like this. A community of many perspectives, spiritual and secular, exploring what it means to be human, wrestling with meaning, and working together toward a better life. And we ask, what are the biggest challenges we face on our shared journey? And how do we respond to those challenges? Pretty good statement, yeah? It's why we're here. And there's so much ahead, and we will together, humanly and fallibly, and creatively be about the age-old dynamic of transcending and including and of course continuity, which also means succeeding and innovating, blundering, 
revising and creating while forging new and also very familiar ways ahead. And before I go any further, I want to share this, and I hope that this all is, uh, fits in and is apt for today with um, some of the things that, that we've learned over the last, uh, last week or weeks. And I want to acknowledge uh, my appreciation for you, Kent, um, for all of your expertise, your careful scholarship, your humor, and your modesty, and your honesty. I'm grateful that you have been with this community over the years, and I'm grateful you will travel with it for some time before there are changes later in the year. And while I acknowledge my sadness about the announcement, I'm also very grateful for you and your family realizing more of its vision. And I'm quite sure I represent many who have a variety of emotions and responses to your news. Sadness, gratitude, deep gratitude, some uncertainty, and new hope. Your leaving triggers, in me, uh, triggers me in some surprising and not so surprising ways. I'd be less than honest if I did not register a variety of feelings, including a sense of, now what? A sense of pending loss of some momentum, perhaps? A sense of loss of the kind of leader in the line of other leaders and teachers at C3 over the years who have greatly assisted in the ongoing formation of the unique character uh, of this place. And I guess your pending departure uh, touches on other sad losses and changes and transitions, uh, times and endings that signal the beauty and the gravity and the temporality of all things, of communities and churches and families and life itself. And your pending departure and perhaps even different kinds of involvement also signal new opportunities. And I'm very glad of the coming months that we will share um, in this community together and plan creatively for everything ahead. And so um, I say thank you um, for everything that you've brought to this community and will continue to bring. So today, and with all days ahead, we hold side by side a range of emotions. And these emotions and responses include loss and hope, reflections and remembering, anticipations, sadness and gratitude, frustrations and also creativity. Unleashing the muse in us all, as Kent spoke about two weeks ago, and we wish not for some sentimental overreaction or any defeatist bent that could easily take hold, but rather with honesty and conviction and with wondering and struggling and risking, we move into the rest of our lives and we continue to invest in and to enjoy and benefit from this place for the rest of its life. I imagine the Apostle Paul, um, who I normally don't think about that much, but, uh, but I imagine him a little bit now in his itinerant fashion or the ways that he communicated with some early fledgling communities, house churches, um, in places like Corinth or Philippi or Thessalonica. And uh, we know of some of these, uh, these, these issues and some of these letters because we have them uh, as letters in the, the Greek New Testament writings um, written by Paul or perhaps disciples of Paul. And we know that he'd call out 
uh, and address certain people and deal with certain issues. He'd, he'd call out people, exalt others as good examples, and exhort still others to resolve conflicts in certain ways, and, and um, all kinds of different matters to, to particular communities dealing with very particular issues uh, that were you know, particular to them in, the, in that city or with the, the, uh, the people who were gathering there. And uh, in fact, you know, he, I think of small bites back over there and how much I've enjoyed Tom's homemade salsa. salsa. And, and Paul would call out people for eating too much at meals and, and for others you know, that were not getting enough to eat. So he'd, he'd call out, uh, and it was very specific you know, kind of issues. He'd also challenge those uh, arguing about whether it was necessary for people to be circumcised or not. And they think, holy cow, I'm glad we're not dealing with that. You know, whew. Um, you know, so he would, you know, talk about all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> you think we had it, you know, we have it bad right now. You know, they had other stuff going on. Um, but, uh, you know, he'd, he'd call, he'd, he'd, uh, ex he'd call out leadership and, and, uh, and point attention to some. And he'd, uh, he'd call out others who were seemingly getting in the way of that early Jesus uh, movement. And we have our own challenges here. And we often feel that we need to get everything right or put everything according to our plan and for the right people to get their comeuppance, uh, for there to be justice meted out for the right people at the right time for us to maybe get our way. And we often get hamstrung by some unrealistic notions about continuing uh, or creating an ideal community going forward. I can see and we can see the big picture, and I and we can also act tribally. We've spent some attention on the immediate rhubarb regarding building use and sharing over the past weeks, handling conflict, working toward needed perspective as we tangle with or untangle and resolve issues. And for good or for not so good, I've been privy to some of the board uh, thought and some of the communications and actions with, with Kim's involvement and I, like most of you, have been following the recent events and developments and decisions by the city with some interest and with some hopes and also some chagrin. Uh, but we are not in Ukraine with air raid sirens, with apartment buildings getting blasted and people dying. We don't have ISIS down the block executing people. However, we do have issues and challenges that need meeting out that require some processing and some fairness, and some compromise, some creativity, and yes, even maybe a little bit of justice. And we need to let some things go, as well as holding some accountable, including those beyond and perhaps even within this community. And we work toward the things that are beneficial for this place as we move on week to week. And we so hold side by side our most admirable inclinations and the shadow sides or parts that can be tribal. We uphold and recognize, affirm, and we also challenge all that we bring to the ongoing life and times of this community and also for our fellows also sharing this place. I'm very grateful to the board for all of, of its work for they have been a part of many, many meetings 
and uh, have been mostly involved in a lot of unknown behind the scenes work and decision making, resolutions, communications, decisions. And the meeting last week I thought was fair and honorable and points to ongoing communications and decisions and resolutions. It has not been easy for them, but they are committed to the next seasons in the life and times of this community. I'm completely convinced of that. Now, because of some old minutes, which we have been able to access, a lot of stuff was, was water damaged quite some time ago. Remember Cheryl? I mean, we went through a lot of that a long time ago, didn't we? And there was some old handwritten minutes from that church community from the 1800s. And we know that there were internal and external pressures back then. People wrangling about all kinds of theological matters. They didn't know how long to remain a Dutch-speaking community and just how Dutchy they would be. And um, <laughs> Sorry, I love to say that word. <laughs> Being Dutch myself. <laughs> um, and uh, so they, they wrangled. And, and some, uh, they actually talked about you know, if they were even viable or if they should join another community. And I recall, as some of you do here uh, right now, people leaving Christ's community church when we stopped wearing robes and vestments. Remember? Um, I remember people arriving and leaving as the community opened its doors to a small, kind of a fledgling LBGTQ group that was looking for a place to meet because they got the shutout from everybody else. People arrived because of that, and they left because of that. I remember people arriving and leaving when we stopped singing traditional hymns. Um, when we took the cross down off the bell tower. Wow, do you remember that one? Man. <laughs> and when we stopped reading Bible passages every week. Uh, or when musical selections changed. When we put a guitar alongside of a pipe organ. Oh, boy. Imagine if we put a, an organ, a pipe organ, in here right now. <laughs> People would maybe come back, but some would leave. You know, it just, you just know that it would happen. And people arrived and left when various leaders uh, would, would come and go. It's, it's amazing and, and also predictable. And some of you uh, long haulers remember uh, these, these events from way back. And we talk a little bit about long haulers today as, as uh, Ellie has named them or perhaps the, the uh, Ellie and, and others who have brought us good information about uh, the long haulers and this, the certificate that you have. Um, examples of care and service and leadership um, and, and great impact uh, brought to this community and also to me personally and professionally. So I think, where, Ellie, where are you? Oh, Ellie, thank you for all of your efforts. And, um, <laughs> bringing this to us today. I think, Ellie, you were on some vacation and we were kept on bugging you with all kinds of information and uh, so thank you for, uh, for doing all that from afar. This is a community that I claim as my home, a critical uh, part of my identity as well. When I had to give up my ordination with the Reformed Church in America, I remained on as a staff member of Christ Community Church and I will be eternally grateful to have been on staff for almost 25 years. And it feels, felt good, and it feels good to belong. And not only to belong, but to be a beneficiary of all the contributions and the stories and the inspiration from others, from so many of you, 
belonging here to you and with you, uh, with invitation from life itself and from the Mary Oliver poem and the geese from last week and the drift driftwood of Charlotte and the sun. You all have a place here in life and in all that is and all that is yet to be. Now this next part's gonna be a little bit risky because I'm gonna, I wanna call out a few of some of the long haulers and some, uh, uh, some, some stories. Just, just, I won't spend too much time with it. Um, so bear with me as this may be sweet and enjoyable and difficult. Um, it's kind of the thing that you really can't, um, you can anticipate, but you really can't rehearse. So you kind of see where things go. And I'm looking around here, and I, you know, I wasn't sure who was all gonna be here. Um, you know, I'm looking at you, Gene and Pam. Uh, we highlighted you last week, um, I think for all of your Earth Day uh, ventures and everything that you've set into motion. And I remember you going out, out west to help build bridges with the indigenous folks in South Dakota. What an impact over years and years and years. You know, I think of um, Ryan Cotton. Back in the 90s, you've done all kinds of stuff, but one of the things I remember, um, Ryan, is you led a workshop called The Hard Work of Peace or something like that. And I still carry and utilize things from that workshop held down in the basement in the, uh, you know, underneath in uh, whatever we call that, um, that big space down below. Um, huge contribution. Um, Sally and Gordy, you've been around here for a while as well. Earlier on, even before you came here, you were allies, I think, of Christ Community Church and you uh, looked on with interest the, the, the battle going on with the Muskegon classes and the name change uh, or the uh, leaving the denomination and that kind of thing. Um, Cindy Krause, John Leitner, you've been around here for so long and helped build bridges with other people who have uh, pollinated us with great ideas and contributions. Um, I look over here to Rod and Cheryl, you've been here forever, you know, and <laughs> probably done everything, you know, and uh, former colleague Cheryl and Rod and all your leadership positions, unbelievable. Uh, Bill sitting right in there next door, you've, you've put up with all, yeah, Bill. <laughs> Now, he's been here long enough to say, you know, you put up with my barbs all along. You know, he goes back to the Civil War, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but his family does, you know, his, you know, his family does, and uh, they've been around forever. And, Bill, for all that you have been and you can continue to be, we celebrate you. We grieve the loss of your dear wife, Kathy, just recently. The two of you have been mainstays forever, and we and I are grateful. Um, um, Patty, I just, you're, there you are, Patty. Um, you and your dear Kevin, who is no longer with us, you've done everything as well, Patty. We can't even name all the things you've done. We borrowed your husband, Kevin, for, you know, all those years to help with the community Thanksgiving feasts, did it uncomplainingly, um, just so many things that, that he's done. Wayne, I can't even look at you. <laughs> Steve Weideman said to me, oh my gosh, Wayne would cry if he dropped his phone, you know. <laughs> I thought, oh my gosh, is that good. <laughs> Wayne, you were even tearier than me, but I, 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 can't, I can't look at you because your sweet and your wisdom, your leadership, and everything you did for Remember, building bridges with the indigenous, um, bringing us together with all of us crazy ones who came after. 
Um, and I'm looking around, you know, there's, there's so many of you, you know, Jane Curtis, I'm, you know, we work together over at the, the Franklin um, address. You've been around doing so many things. And, uh, gal, you know, I'm looking around. And I can't, and I'm sorry that I can't uh, keep on highlighting people and profiling people, um, but it's amazing, Carolyn. I mean, just, just, I could go on and on and on. And along with you are also kind of mid-termers and people who have been here relatively new or maybe brand new. I think of Mike and Charlotte. You know, it's so cool. Alex and Tabitha. You know, and I'm looking around. Uh, the Vanderveers, you guys have been around here forever. Um, and how sweet it is to look at all of you and to know of the threads of the past the, and what's going on currently and the energy going forward. Continuity, innovation, remembering, continuing, jettisoning, um, doing a, getting, away, getting away from things and taking on uh, new things ahead. And all of you, you know, bring together such a sweet, uh, honest humanity and a community going forward. And one of the things uh, I'm aware of, one of my best friends is here. He's, he's not been here a whole lot, but I won't hold that against him at all. At all. Jeff Leach over there, sitting with another veteran, though, his dad, Phil. And, and I think of what we do here as a community. We, we bring everything together, uh, including the bodiness that happens on Fridays and Saturday nights. And we, and we bring that into Sunday morning, like we did uh, Friday night. Um, just, you know, thought about this. Um, Steve, you know, puts together um, teams of people to be a part of the Big Brothers, Big Sisters fundraising event. Bowling for kids' sake. You know, so we bowled up at the lanes in Muskegon and had a few Paps Blue Ribbons and laughed and, you know, like, and, and now we bring that here. And I see you here. And tomorrow, the whole trivia team is going to be at the Armory you know, along with David and Denise LeClaire, that whole team, Rocky and Goldie. Yeah, I mean, they... Pants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat that. <laughs> but they win almost every Monday night, by the way. And so, anyway, we, we bring the, the bodiness in with the reflections and everything else that goes in here on, on Sunday, Sunday mornings. We bring the immoral support that's shared between friends grilling on a deck with everything um, happening here, with values lived out, to be a human, honest, relevant uh, community. And as Kent mentioned in his meditation, which I also enjoyed, I thought that was, that was right on, I know that this place is about asking questions and, may, and even responding to them, maybe answering them, but then questioning the answers or the questioning the responses. That's why we're here as well. Not afraid to do any of that. Long ago, there was a, a sermon that was entitled, It's a Pity to Pout at the Party. And we don't want to do that. We want to combine parties and reverence, all perspectives and all domains, and affirm a place that has to do with the heights and depths of what it means to be human and alive and free. To be about deeply lived out values and to not be tripped up by doctrines or dogma or anything else that might get in the way. So we gaze back on the past as we do a little bit today, but we're not defined by the past. And we anticipate what is ahead, but we're not attached to the outcomes. All is impermanent. And so we do our best to live and gather as best we can, as creatively as we can. 
Now, there's a word that, that came to mind, and, and it, it was stirred up a little bit by the, the, uh, the morning group uh, beforehand. I can see why that group, uh, you know, can't, you know, you got to tweak things as you, as you go along. And sometimes it maybe kind of screws things up. Um, but nostalgia is one of those, um, it's a cool word, and it's a word that, that, um, that we use quite often, and, and maybe we even enjoy the sense or what we understand as nostalgia. It's, it comes from a couple words, nostos, um, meaning home or homecoming, and then with algos, which is, means something like um, sadness or sickness or a deep yearning, a pain for not, uh, for not being home. So it's yearning, uh, this kind of this deep inclination or this yearning to be home. Um, it was, the, the word was originally a sickness you know, uh, that was applied to those uh, uh, who were longing to get home. And sometimes we, we look back and we glorify or we idealize the past uh, and the good old days, you know, whatever, whatever those were. Now, the mega folks, the Make America Great folks, again, folks want to, um, uh, re I think, return to something. Uh, they long for something. And I wonder if America was ever really great for the African American or for the indigenous ones, or even for women, um, or for some of the 99%. So nostalgia can be tricky, could even be a sickness. Um, a couple other words um, that I want to briefly talk about. And by the way, I, I thought I liked words until I met Kim, who really loves words. <laughs> and, and Kent has done really well in, in bringing out um, a, lot of, a lot of nuances of many words over the years as well, which I've always appreciated. You've heard me maybe say, talk about these two words briefly in maybe a meditation, utopia and utopia, one with a U and one with an E. Um, you know utopia is more commonly known or understood as it's, it's the impossible place, fantasy. It's, it, it's something that can't be achieved. We can think about it, but it's, 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 uh, it's just a, it's a utopian kind of society, impossible. Whereas utopia is, a, is something beautiful, or a, uh, the beautiful place, the possible place, that which we can achieve and, and work toward. And it influences how I think about this community going forward with the, with the, with the recent uh, you know, uh, difficulties. You know, we're not going to be perfect. It's not going to be ideal. Uh, it's going to be clunked up a bit. Uh, but we do our best as a community working toward the beautiful place as we, you know, as we have over the years. It affects how I deal, uh, you know, and face folks in, in my counseling practice. You know, we, we, uh, we take small steps. We work toward things and states that are a little bit better, a little bit different, um, things that are possible. This may be all we can do. And we work toward um, a possible place, uh, literally and, and also figuratively going forward. There's another word that I, that I don't know if I've spoken about too much, but I really like it. And I, and I was looking forward to talk about this just very briefly because some of you will be chagrined when I bring it up. And you'll be a little bit dismayed when uh, maybe how I use it. But the word is religion. And, and, and I'm looking out here right now, and, I, and really I think I could say about all of you that you are deeply religious in, in so many ways. And a lot of you, I've heard over the years, you know, don't like that word, and you wouldn't describe yourself as religious, maybe spiritual, but not religious. And um, that word has a, it has kind of a negative ring to it for many, and it, and it maybe should. And I want to reclaim that word a little bit 
Um, and, this, and this relates, if you're, if you can wonder why is Bob bringing this up, but it relates to as to why we're here and why we go forward. Because good religion, and by the way, religion has this, the kind of relige or lidge in it, um, which has the same, it's the same root word as ligament and some other words. And we know that good religion or lidge, relige, has to do with binding or rebinding, bringing together that which is separate, working toward the functioning of the whole, the whole body or the community. It doesn't divide, it doesn't pit people against each other. It doesn't say, well, I'm superior and uh, Mike, you're inferior. You know, I'm closer to uh, the truth and you need to think and believe like me. Uh, you know, that, that just doesn't do any good. So you're deeply religious and I'm looking around and you might not describe yourself as religious. Goldie, I don't know how religious you think you are, but you are really in your singing and your voice and the loveliness that you bring and the continuity with the, with the vitamin singers. It's all good. So you're all religious, whether you really you know, know it or not or want to be that or not. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> well, that's the story I'm going to stick with. <laughs> um, so that's, that's a little bit about you know, who we are and why we are, you know, to bring together what is separate to heal, uh, to innovate, to, um, to have some fun and also to be about the, the very important work and exercises of asking questions. So we can dwell in and even enjoy nostalgia without inviting an emotional orgy. We can anticipate and take into account everything ahead, even with annoyances and frustrations and challenges. And we can be as muses and problem solvers along the way. And as Alice, uh, changing, growing, struggling, resisting, expanding, becoming more than our previous selves, innovating, and, and moving along um, with great creativity, and with a sense of, wow, man, any, you know, anything is possible, or almost anything is possible with this community. Um, right now, and over the next six months, and on into the next years, Maybe with all the frustrations and with all the things that may not turn out how we want, and even with leadership coming and going, meeting here or there, we get behind this place with the statement that I read earlier on from the website, and we say yes, uh, period. And as someone at the talk back, uh, maybe it was Leslie, where are you, Leslie? You're right here. Leslie's, you know, just show up. You just show up. You know, we really maybe can't do anything if we don't show up. You know, so I, uh, and, and sometimes that's enough. You know, I've talked about in the past how, how your presence is even so important. It's important that you're here now, even if you do nothing else. If you leave this place and go to Meyer and pick up everything you need for the week, you're here now. And that's, uh, it's incredibly valuable. I remember when I was, in the early days, when I was, stationed at Camp Lejeune as a rookie, rookie chaplain and a chaplain candidate. All I, really, all I really could do was be present with the troops. That's all I needed to do. And, but my presence was important for, uh, well, they were all men at the time, but it was important. So sometimes you just gotta show up. That's all you gotta do. And as Kent also said uh, wisely last week, he said, you know, um, this community is not about me. It isn't about him. 
but it's partly about Ken. And it's partly about me, and it's partly about you. It's really, it, it's maybe about, not about anybody, but it's about everybody. With all of the issues and the pettiness and the beauty, the grievances, we're all in this together. So I would say care uh, about the immediate issues that are going on. Get your voices and your preferences in but don't be derailed by them or preoccupied with them. Try your best to see the larger picture. Be ready to continue innovating. Don't look to be offended. Please don't leave because children may not be in the ideal spot or if the music is not to your style from week to week. Please don't leave if things don't go your way. I would only ask you to leave if you feel your life is at stake. If you're really feeling like this is a dangerous place. I mean, even John Dominic Croissant you know, of historical Jesus research fame said, you know, we can get along, we can abide with each other, we can share space and learn from each other and build bridges. All I really need to know is if someone is, is about to kill me. It's all they needed to know. So everything else is possible if that's not going to happen. So we move away a little bit from the shore again. As Dick said, uh, you know, we've been here before. Uh, and we move away uh, into some unsafe places or waters, at least now and then, and we continue to be prophetic and maverick to be about the change and to consider all that has been, all that is, and all that's, that's coming on, coming on down the line. You know, the past is really prologue. It's, there's so much yet ahead. Everything that's gone on has contributed to, to, uh, to everything that, that, that's ahead. I've got two stained glass windows in my office uh, here just a couple blocks away. And those stained glass windows are from the, I think it's from the original First Reformed Church, not the original, but the First Reformed Church back in the 40s. And I bought those when we left the building. And um, they're in my office. And so it's a constant reminder of, wow, you know, there's, there's, there's continuity. And my only hope is that people don't think that I'm too religious and, uh, you know, in my, while I'm doing uh, clinical social work but I like the colors in my office. <laughs> so we continue into the 153rd year of this place, the life and times of C3 spiritual community. And now we stand in the waning months of Kent's direct leadership and presence, his modeling out another way to think and to be, a continuance of community, of history, and of vision. And I think it's gonna be a fantastic next six months. Uh, David, you said last week to me and inspired me. It's like, wow, you know, I, in, in David's sweet wistfulness, he said, you know, wow, you know, I you know, wasn't really expecting this, but, you know, the six months ahead are going to be great. And, uh, and think about people coming and going in a community, even maverick leaders, you know, come and go. You know, that's just the way it is. <laughs> the way it should be, maybe. You know, you're on the move. You know, and we, so we celebrate that and, and we, you know, we... Um, we're sad and we're grateful and, uh, and we're hopeful. And uh, we continue to live out the core values um, individually and collectively. And I wonder, you know, what do you wish to experience from here on in? What would you like to put into motion to accomplish or to achieve? Uh, what values, uh, values that we've identified already and what maybe brand new things are, are gonna come down the line? You know, Dick, and others of you bring so much wisdom about you know, change and 
and, uh, and transition, and it's gonna be great. Might be filled with some clunkers along the way, but it's gonna be great. And I stand with you, we stand with each other, I continue my journey with you. Uh, you are certainly needed and valued. Your presence, your patience, your large picture perspective, and your creativity are critical to the next seasons of this community. I am ref uh, certainly reflective and humbled and saddened by pending endings, but I'm also intrigued for what's, uh, what's to come. You are a strong and resolute people, uh, which has always been the case. And I am proud to, to, to continue to, to ride along with you. And I would say, trust in your own strength and your courage and yourself and your fellows. Band together, bind together, rebind as good religion does. Don't forget the long and storied history of this community and never dismiss the need for a maverick quality, an unorthodox approach, surprising honesty and a depth uh, of unleashed creativity. Years ago, uh, poised at much institutional and personal change, I expressed similar words. So I stand with you, and I count on you, and I hope you count on me to do my part as well. I thank you for having enabled me to be on staff for so long, so long ago, and now to continue on with you uh, as a journeymate. So let it be, and thank you.